Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. Sunday, January the 15th, Ian Cameron with you. This is going to be a very, very brief show today. We've got a 30-minute hard out today, so we're going to really rip through these games. Uh, not going to do too much of a recap today from last night. It was obviously a huge, huge Saturday of uh, NHL action, uh, but we will just briefly talk about the fact that from a betting standpoint for yours truly, it was actually a solid day uh, overall. Frustrating to have the best bet land with a push, though, I will say that uh, was lightning and blues over the total of six. And we had a scoreless third period, unfortunately, uh, in that game. But uh, the results for me were pretty solid yesterday. We cashed in with a couple of underdogs, which was nice to see. Uh, The Buffalo Sabres got it done uh, against Nashville. Favorable spot for Buffalo there. I went to the well with Edmonton, even though they were on a back-to-back against a rested Vegas Golden Knights team. Uh, And Edmonton gets the job done. Piece by piece, brick by brick, you know, as they say, Jack Campbell's getting some level of confidence back uh, for the uh, Oilers in net, uh, which is definitely good to see. Um, and that was uh, interesting. Um, the Leafs, I uh, had a shot with them. They fell short against uh, Boston. That was a terrific, terrific hockey game. Made me start to think, wouldn't it be great if we saw a playoff series one more time with those two teams? I mean, that was just an outstanding game. Had a little bit of everything, some nastiness, physicality, intensity, great goaltending. Allmark and Murray made some big saves, some nice goals that were scored as well. Pretty passing play. The first Bruin goal, uh, Marshawn to Bergeron was a beautiful thing. The, the Matthews goal that tied the game for the Leafs was just a terrific individual effort. Uh, the, an incredible fight as well in that game with Wayne Simmons and Nick Foligno. I mean, that game had everything. It was just outstanding and makes you think about the possibilities just as a fan, you know, about the how exciting it could be to see those teams maybe down the road uh, in the uh, playoffs. But uh, overall, it was a solid uh, Saturday. Uh, let's get right into the games. Now, what we're going to do today uh, is we're going to obviously talk about all three games on the Sunday slate, but we do have two games tomorrow on Martin Luther King Day that begin at 1 p.m. Eastern, and they will begin before we start the Ice Guys show tomorrow. So what we'll do is we'll talk Flyers, Bruins, and Panthers, Sabres, the two games at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow, we'll talk about them here on this show. And then tomorrow when we're on, uh, we'll just start with Detroit and Colorado, which is at 3 p.m. Eastern on Monday. So that's the uh, agenda, uh, if you will. Uh, for today's show. So with that in mind, let's get into today's card. Just three games for the Sunday slate. We'll begin in New York with the uh, Montreal Canadiens and the New York Rangers. Rangers minus 300, huge home favorites, as you'd probably expect they would be in this matchup. And the total sitting at six across the board. Um, You know, you look at it from a Montreal standpoint, that's now, for me at least, uh, two games in a row where after a trend that was just so strong coming out of the Christmas break, was taking the team, opponent of the Montreal Canadiens and bet their team total over. That's now two games in a row. They've at least showed some level of improvement on the defensive end of the ice of the Montreal Canadiens. Obviously, they still lost 2-1 to one to the New York Islanders. Uh, I think a product of it, too, was the Islanders had those two early goals in the first period. And, you know, the Islanders did 
what they would often do, certainly in the Barry Trotz era of this hockey team, was just when they get a lead, sit on the lead and just really try to defend it. Uh, and that's what we saw the Islanders do. So, you know, they got those two goals and that was pretty much it, you know, after uh, that. But, uh, you know, you look at this matchup here for the uh, Canadians, um, a back-to-back situation for them going into this one. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously a team that's struggling, a team that has had a tough, tough time uh, winning hockey games, two and eight in their last 10 games. Uh, not an advantageous situation. And the Rangers have a huge rest advantage here going into this game when you talk about the fact that um, you know, the Rangers haven't played since uh, Thursday night uh, when they uh, beat the uh, Dallas Stars in absolutely thrilling fashion. Uh, the goal that tied it with less than a second to go in the third period, and then Adam Fox wins it uh, in overtime. So right now it looks like it's a team that uh, certainly has a scheduling advantage uh, in their favor. Uh, Montreal, by the way, on back-to-backs this season, 3-3. Three and three. All right, so not terrible. A 500 record for the uh, Montreal Canadiens on the second night of back-to-back games this season. We don't have goalies confirmed yet. We do expect it to be Jake Allen, you would think, for Montreal after Samuel Montembeau was in net last night against the Islanders. Uh, Back-to-back, you would expect Allen in tonight. Shesterkin should be the goalie for the uh, Rangers here simply because um, you know, they've been off for two days. That being said, they do have a back-to-back, the Rangers. This is the front end of a back-to-back. They're in Columbus tomorrow night. Do they go with Halak against his former team today? That's a potential. Um, so this is not a game I've bet yet. This is a game I quite likely won't bet as of right now. I mean, I don't want to lay minus 300 with the Rangers, even with the rest advantage. I just don't want to do that. Uh, but at the same point in time, uh, I'm not interested in Montreal at all. Uh, and certainly not on a back-to-back situation, even at a big underdog price. Keep in mind, too, Montreal, uh, still, I said, Gooley and Matheson out on the blue line, big absences. They miss Brendan Gallagher, too. Like, he's just someone that will stir things up. You know, you know, if the team's flat, not playing well, he'll get it rocking and rolling, big hit, you know, crash the net, something like that to get the team emotionally invested into the hockey game. And when Brendan Gallagher's injured, which he is right now, uh, obviously, you don't have that uh, if you're the Montreal Canadiens. It is worth noting, though, the Mont- uh, New York Rangers are a little bit banged up going into this game as well. They just had to put Julian Gauthier uh, on IR. Uh, the bread man, Artemi Panarin, right now uh, is day-to-day due to an illness. And they are another team. We talked about the Jets had an illness bug running through the team. You know, the New York Rangers have one going through the team a little bit. Panarin, Ryan Lindgren, the defenseman, is also uh, suffering from the same affliction. Uh, Chris Kreider, uh, upper body injury for him. He, of course, he missed the last game, doubtful uh, as well today. And, and again, due to the illness of Vitaly Kratsov, the young 23-year-old, uh, also, uh, you know, maybe out today for this game, all due to the illness for Panarin, for Lindgren, and for Kratsov. It's all illness-related right now for the New York Rangers. So, you know, so you got a team that's uh, a little bit of a bug running through the team. Laying minus 300. You might see Halak instead of Shesterkin. So you know what I mean? It's a, It could be a little bit of a, a risk. I mean, if this is like a one-goal game in the third period late, uh, it wouldn't totally surprise me uh, in this one um, because Montreal actually has been competitive here the last couple games. And that's not something – that's not a position you want to be in when you're laying minus 300. Uh, so, you know, when I look at this matchup here uh, in in this game with the uh, Canadians and Rangers, it's a pass right now. I think if I get Halak in net, I might take a shot with the over. 
but that's that's a maybe. That's a that, and that's a wait and see approach for me until we get co- uh, confirmations of who's in net. Plus, I want to see if uh, Panarin. You know, Panarin's a big loss offensively for the uh, New York Rangers because uh, he sets uh, up so much for this hockey team. So this is just going to be a wait and see. Uh, I think if you like the Rangers, the best way to approach it is the first period puck line. You're going to get obviously decent value there, better number, better price, better than anything you'll get in terms of uh, other. Certain wagers uh, in this game. You could also do the Rangers and over five and a half combo. And again, I've talked about how the combo bets are definitely worth looking at when you're talking about trying to get yourself involved with backing favorites in this kind of price range. All right, next up, we've got the uh, Vancouver Canucks and the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Carolina minus 280 home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this one. Uh, both of these teams uh, were in action last night. Carolina, a home win against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, by a score of two to one and the Vancouver Canucks yet another loss yet another game where the opponent scores at least four goals which has been just a constant theme for the uh, Canucks all season their fourth straight loss Uh, they've lost all four games on this road trip that started in Winnipeg and has gone through the east Pittsburgh Tampa Bay Florida losing all three games granted the schedule has been brutally tough for Vancouver that being said, they're just not winning hockey games. And now it doesn't get any easier for this reeling team uh, as they go on a back-to-back here and face the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. So a uh, difficult spot for Vancouver, uh, no question about that. Uh, let's see who's in net for these uh, two teams as well here tonight. It'll be interesting to see uh, where they go. Of course, Freddie Anderson uh, got the start last night for the um, Carolina Hurricanes against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, his second straight start. Uh, in net for them and look 35 shots he faced he only allowed one goal so you got to give him credit he was very good and that's the question with Anderson you know can he maintain a strong high level of play amid all the injuries he's had over the last few years and that was a positive development that he played that well last night for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes so he started last night this is obviously back to back the Carolina Hurricanes still have all three goalies with the, the the big club, they haven't sent anybody down yet. I think eventually they're going to have to. You don't want to, optimally, you don't want to carry three goalies on your roster uh, long term. You eventually want to make a decision here and send one of them down to the AHL. The question is going to be who is that going to be? Um, but right now, I would. There, it sounds like it could be Pyotr Kochetkov uh, in net here for the uh, Hurricanes. But again, we don't have a hundred percent confirmation on that. I mean, when you look at this uh, Hurricanes team, they had that that four-game losing streak, which was a bit of a mirage four-game losing streak because, you know, when you assume a four-game losing streak for a team, you assume, oh, they're not playing well. Oh, they're playing poorly. They're just uh, uh, not not playing their best hockey. Well, that wasn't necessarily the case with Carolina during that four-game losing streak. In fact, three, three of those games, they outshot the opponent. Two of them, they outshot the opponent and outplayed the opponent very heavily and they just did not get the results to go with it. So you knew that that team was a four-game losing streak, but in a few of those games, they were playing better than the final score would indicate. And sure enough, they've now won two in a row against Columbus and Pittsburgh to get themselves out of that little funk. Uh, And now they have this Vancouver team. Look, it's very simple right now with the Canucks. Uh, I'm either betting a team total over for the opponent or a full game over. It really is that simple. Now, the fear here with the full game over is Carolina doesn't always want to play up and down hockey they're very tight defensively it could be Kochetkov who we know is capable of playing very well so that would be the fear right now of betting 
uh, an over involving Carolina, but it's the only way I could play it from a total standpoint. There's no way I'm no freaking way, none that I'm taking a Vancouver game under right now. No way uh, with the way they're just uh, this defense is miserable. I can't even stress it enough how miserable they are defending in their own zone, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. And really, it's been this way uh, all season for them. Uh, for the most part. So, you know, Carolina, you could get the team total over four at minus 120, minus 125, bet MGM. Again, you can bet those half goal increments so that instead of laying the juice with three and a half, uh, you can get four instead uh, and get a little bit of a better price. I would be interested in that uh, a little bit. You know, Carolina and over five and a half, you know, the combo bet is in play here, uh, in my opinion. But you know, the, the the one concern is, is Vancouver going to do any of the heavy lifting offensively? So that's why if I'm going to get involved, I would probably do, you know, a, a split among three different bets, a little on the team total over four, trust Carolina to do much of the heavy lifting offensively, which they're very capable of doing here uh, in this matchup. Uh, a little bit on maybe a Carolina and over five and a half combo. Uh, and maybe a little bit on the over uh, six and a half for the full game. But again, for that over six and a half to cash, we're going to need Vancouver to score some goals here. Uh, that's the one thing they have been doing, though, and, it, and they've been doing so against good teams as well. Let's also not totally lose sight of the fact that in this four-game losing streak for the Canucks, they've scored 15 goals in those four games. They scored a four against the Jets, four against the Pens, four against the Lightning three goals last night against the Panthers. So it's not like they haven't been scoring goals here, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. So that's what I'm going to do. We're going to do a little three three bets. We're going to do smaller bets because we're, we we don't want to just go big on each of them. You know, if you're going to have if you're going to attack it one single game in multiple ways, you've got to just spread it out with smaller bets and that's exactly what I'm doing with multiple smaller sized wagers in this game with Canes team total over four minus 125. Canes and over five and a half. Full game over six and a half. That's what we're going to look toward here in this one. All right. Arizona and Winnipeg. We've got uh, Winnipeg minus 350 home favorites. Six the total uh, in this one. Uh, the Coyotes. Um, you got to wonder if Tank for Bedard is on it in full steam ahead for the Coyotes because uh, they just can't get out of their own way. They didn't play that bad. In fact, Minnesota was very, very lackadaisical last night and still got the victory two to one uh, over the Arizona Coyotes. Um, but Arizona has now lost eight in a row. It's difficult to, you know, back this team at the moment. Uh, the Jets have won uh, seven of their last nine games. You know, they're playing very well again. Uh, they had that loss against Detroit, which was really a one-off where, you know, they just didn't have a good game. They had a clunker. It was probably Connor Halifax's worst game of the season uh, in that. And they bounced back. They beat the Sabres and the Penguins back-to-back games since then. They pretty much dominated the win, the uh, Arizona Coyotes. They've won four straight, five of the last six head-to-head meetings uh, against uh, the Arizona Coyotes. We'll see if that keeps going here in this one uh, today. You look at who's going to be in net. Vimelka uh, will be in net once again uh, for Arizona in this game. And again, the key with the Jets, too, is that they are about as healthy as they've been in a very long time. The only two regulars and key contributors that are still out are Mason Appleton on up front and Logan Stanley on the blue line. Other than that, this is a team that has become very, very, um, you know, very, very good. Um I, I I've got to ask myself here with, with our with our guy Isaac here. Um, I I hope he's do I hope he's doing okay financially. 
that's all I've got to say. I mean, I see him every day in the chat. He's talking, oh, <laughs> all these ugly teams, and he's and it sounds like he's betting them here. And I just, I'm, I'm fearful for his financial well-being. I'm fearful he might do a Robin Leonard and file for Chapter Seven bankruptcy at some point uh, with some of these picks. I know, I like, I like, I understand going for. Uh, <laughs> Is he trolling? Okay, that, that maybe that's it too. But uh, uh, I hope he's I hope he's not betting every single one of these. That's all I know. But uh, speaking of Robin Leonard too, with the uh, Chapter Seven uh, bankruptcy uh, here in this, I mean, I'm 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 looking at this here when it comes to uh, Robin Leonard. Um, it's a it's a sad situation. I mean, it's it really is. I hope I hope him and his family are doing okay. Obviously, we know he's had struggles, mental health, and all of that. He's had just so many uh, struggles with that and you just hope he's doing okay uh, at this point in time so uh you know it's uh it's a, it's an unfortunate situation for him we wish him the best uh, this is probably a game look i it's it's just very very difficult to find value here with winnipeg and look you could get winnipeg sleepwalking it's not out of the realm of possibility they're back home they had won the last two games of that road trip it is three games and four nights for the jets as well with travel this could be a. This is not a. This is not a high intensity, high energy spot for Winnipeg. Not by any stretch of the imagination here. So, um, you know, at, at, this is a. This is just a game I'm staying off. They have played tight games. It's a really interesting point you make, Grinch, because I said that Winnipeg's dominated. They have won four straight. Last two were in overtime. You know, so if you want to take a shot with, what is Arizona draw double chance here? I mean, I don't love it, but certainly going to get a decent price with that. Because I'd want the I want the um, security of it going to overtime or a shootout, and if they lose, you still might cash. Yeah, Arizona or draw is plus one fifty. It looks like so again, you cash that bet if Arizona wins the game at all, or the game goes to overtime or a shootout, and Winnipeg wins, you still cash that bet. The Arizona double chance. Um, so you know you look at this as a uh, situation here where. That's not bad. That's not a terrible. I don't. This is not a great spot for Winnipeg. It's probably not a good one either for Arizona because they're on a back-to-back on the road and they're, they're been, they've been terrible on the road. But they, these two teams have gone to overtime, two straight head-to-head meetings. Earlier this year in Arizona, it was a 3-2 win for the Jets back on October 28th at Mullet Arena. Uh, last year in Winnipeg, it was 2-1 for the Jets in overtime against the uh, Coyotes. So, you know, it's not a bad, not a bad way to throw a couple bucks on that. You know, an Arizona draw double chance type of bet plus one fifty. You know, not bad if you ask me. If you want to go in that route, all right. So those are the three Sunday games, and as you can tell, I'm really lukewarm on all of them. I have a decent opinion on the Vancouver Carolina game, which is probably where we're going to end up going for best bet at the end of the show. Uh, but uh, now we'll turn our attention to. Monday games here on this uh, slate. First two Monday games, we've got the Philadelphia Flyers taking on the Boston Bruins. And right now we see the uh, Flyers at around, uh, Bruins rather, minus 300 uh, in this range as home favorites uh, in this game. There's only a couple books that have lines on this. Total six uh, right now, uh, pretty much uh, across the board uh, in this one. Obviously, the Bruins, you talk about spots that are dubious. The Bruins obviously bounce back, and they've still not lost two games in a row all season. They bounce back from the loss against Seattle, uh, and they beat the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs 4-3 last night. 
Um, you know, now you're looking at an early Monday game. The Bruins are used to these, though. They play a lot of these early afternoon games. We'll see if they uh, maintain that uh, momentum here against the uh, Flyers. I'm not totally against a Flyers um, look of some kind here in the first period or in the on the money line. Like, look, uh, you have to be measured when you're taking big underdogs. You can't just fire away on every big underdog. You're going to be crushed if you do that. But I damn sure know uh, that you are, you know, you're not going to uh, break the bet. You're going to run the a major risk to your bankroll if you're betting huge favorites regularly as well. So it's a balancing act. You've got to be careful with betting too many big favorites. But at the same time, you also don't want to be betting too many underdogs, big underdogs. You want to look for situations. You want to look for spots. You want to look for team that's maybe in better form getting that big underdog price than the money line price indicates. And to me, that's Philadelphia right now. Their form is better than a plus 250 underdog. I don't care if they're playing Boston or not. You know, that's the way I'm seeing it right now with Philadelphia. They're seven and one in their last eight games. That's better than a, that's a better form for this hockey team. They're in better form than plus 250 would tell you. So that's the way I kind of look at this game. And like I said, the Bruins are coming off a huge win. It was full of intensity. It was a division battle with the Toronto Maple Leafs. They might see each other down the road in the spring. You never know uh, at some point. You know, this is not a, yeah, let's lay minus 300 in an early start game for Boston coming off a big, big, big time win against a division foe, against a red-hot Philly team. You know what I mean? That's not exactly a let's run out there and lay minus 300 kind of bet here for me. Uh, in this game. So I am very much interested. Now, again, this is tomorrow, Monday afternoon. Let's see who the goalies are. Let's see what the uh, status injury wise is for both of these teams uh, right now, uh, because we do have obviously for the uh, Flyers, couple absences. There are some, there is some chatter that Couturier and Atkinson who are on IR for the Flyers might be returning uh, in the near future. Of course, Jake DeBrusque is going to be out long-term of uh, the Bruins do have plenty of depth so they can survive being without him and they've shown that already uh but when i look at this matchup this is definitely potential for a live road underdog uh, in my opinion here so as of right now i'm leaning toward a philly first period full game money line split again i think if you're going to fade boston you have to make first period part of the equation because how many times have we seen the bruins start slow come back and still win the game so you don't want to be – that's why you don't want to put the whole thing on the full game, usually if you're going to fade the Bruins. They've been a very good comeback team. They've shaken off slow starts many times before. So that's why I think if you're going to bet Philadelphia here in this game, uh, definitely you want to split between the first period and the full game uh, in this one. All right, the uh, second game uh, on the Monday card, and the last game we'll talk about here on this show, uh, it is Florida and Buffalo. Uh, we've got uh, Florida minus 130 uh, road favorites in this game. And the total, I'm seeing seven, by the way, uh, with a total in this Panthers and Sabres game. I'm just ma making sure that is correct. Yeah, all the books that have a line posted already for these Monday uh, games have seven for the total here uh, between the Panthers uh, and the Sabres. Um, so, you know, that is significant because uh, obviously now we're starting to see some adjustments. And uh, look, it was a very heavy uh, over type of day yesterday on the Saturday slate. Maybe that has something to do with it. But definitely uh, we are seeing the adjustments start to be made here with these totals. And look, Panthers and Sabres right now, for the most part, I mean, Buffalo has gone under a couple of times. But, 
you know, for the most part, these have been dead nuts over teams, and especially of late. And uh, Florida, you go back to the first of the year, January 1st, 2020, since the calendar turned 2023, there have been eight, eight, five, six, nine, six, seven goals scored in Florida Panthers games. Now, that's the thing with this total now being seven. Seven is no longer a win number. If, if a game lands on a 4-3, which can be a typical final score, you know, that's only a push. So it's a big adjustment. It's 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 more of an adjustment six and a half to seven than it is from five and a half to six or even six to six and a half. Because now it's going to take eight goals, you know, to win you that bet. So uh, I don't know if I'll touch the over here, but I will say with Florida versus Buffalo, uh, the last uh, several head-to-head meetings, the last five, uh, we've seen every game reach at least seven goals in five straight head-to-head meetings between these two teams. 11, 7, 8, 7, and 7. Those have been the total goals in the last five meetings head-to-head, Panthers versus Sabres. So uh, there we go. Uh, Certainly would not be interested in the under, but at 7, maybe tap the brakes a little bit on the over. I think I'm going to end up on Buffalo here. I mean, Florida laying a price on the road is not appealing to me. This has not been a great road team. Uh, other than beating Colorado, which, look, Colorado was asleep early, down 3 nothing. They woke up, and when they did, they took over that game, And but it was too late. They dug themselves too big of a hole. They lost 5-4. You look at this Florida team on the road, 5-1 loss to the uh, Islanders, uh, 4-0 loss to the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, they got pummeled by uh, the uh, Boston Bruins as well right before the Christmas break on the road. They lost uh, at, uh, or they barely beat Detroit, I should say, 3-2. 5-1 loss at Dallas, uh, 4-2 loss at Vegas. So this road record for Florida has not been very good uh, as of late, especially when they've played decent teams. And Buffalo's not a great team yet. They're still learning. They're still trying to find their way to becoming the best team they can be, 21-20 and 20 on the season. Um, but Florida's not been any good uh, on the road this year. 9-15 and 15 road record for the Florida Panthers, and they're laying a price. Uh, on the road, not something I'm looking to do. And if you look at teams that are used to some early afternoon games, that would be Buffalo. That would definitely be Buffalo. The the one hang up here is Florida is five and oh, the last five meetings against Buffalo. They have played the Sabres well, but you're talking here about Buffalo, a home underdog here, a team that's not been very good on the road, especially against average or better average or above average teams. So for me, definitely interested in Buffalo plus 110. Uh, in that game early tomorrow on Monday. All right, that is the games for this Sunday edition of the show. Again, we talked the three Sunday games, the first two games on the Monday Martin Luther King Day card in the NHL. Of course, there are several afternoon games because of the holiday. So when we do the show on Monday, we will break down at 2 p.m. Eastern, we will break down every game's uh, the rest of the card for Monday, starting with Detroit and Colorado, which gets underway at 3 p.m. Eastern. And then so we'll do the remaining uh, nine games uh, on the uh, NHL card for Monday, starting with Detroit, Colorado. So that'll be uh, on tomorrow's show. So make sure you join us for that. Uh, 103 live viewers right now on YouTube. Hit the like button on the way out. Best bet from yours truly coming right up. And we'll hear from both of our sponsors back to back, Gramco and Manscaped. All right. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, or on the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products such as vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, 
gummies, wake and bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. And is also available at many American retailers as well. Get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. If you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you get 25% off of any order, and all orders on the site that are $50 and higher are shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, our good friends at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, courtesy of the Ice Guys. Get 20% off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping with the promo code Ice Guys, that's promo code Ice Guys, all one word, I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 400 million balls that you can help preserve with manscaped.com. Using the promo code Ice Guys, you get the performance package 4.0. It is a game changer. The Lawnmower 4.0, it takes care of this, among other things. Uh, it'll keep you uh, trim uh, as can be. Uh, the lawnmower 4.0 waterproof same thing with the weed whacker which takes care of your ear hair nose hair i mean nose hair in particular you know i'm getting up there in age and nose hair is becoming uh, definitely more of an issue this will take care of it it feels like someone's tickling the inside of your nostrils sometimes it pisses the hell out of me it bothers me i need to take care of that shit. this will take care of it for you the weed whacker uh, make uh, part of the package that you get with your Manscaped purchase and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. You also get the ball toner. You also get the ball deodorant. Keep you uh, smelling good and looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions. This package is really going to make you feel good and and look good and look better. Slim, trim, that's what it's all about. And Manscaped.com can help you out with that. So make sure you take advantage of this. Manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use the promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we're back here on the ice, guys, and it is time for uh, best bets here to wrap up the best bet here to wrap up uh, this uh, show. All right, it's it's going to be the Vancouver Carolina game, and I'm just determining which of the three that I that I'm going to be betting uh, in that game is the best method and the best approach. I'm going to go with that over six and a half. I'm going to trust Vancouver. The one thing about Vancouver is they're 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 fighting, they're battling, you know, they're playing hard. They really are. I mean, they they've. They haven't rolled over. I mean, they gave Pittsburgh a game. They gave Tampa Bay a game. They gave Florida a game, and they just fell short because they just can't keep the puck out of the net. So I think they'll find the back of the net at least a couple times. Carolina will do the rest against a horrendous Vancouver defense, which is probably going to be an even dire, more dire straits on the back-to-back on the road. So let's go Canucks, Hurricanes, uh, over 6.5 here, minus 120. That is going to be uh, my best bet here for this Sunday uh, NHL card. Uh, there we go. And by the way, 
Bruce Boudreaux, on the way out here, Bruce Boudreaux looked like a beaten man, a defeated man uh, in his post-game press conference last night. That was so sad to watch that. It was like a puppy being tortured. Seriously, it was. Like this, these rumblings that Rick Tockett is going to take over as the head coach of the Canucks in, in, in the very near future, and they've got this guy dangling in the wind who is a good man, a good guy, funny guy, great character of Bruce Boudreaux. You can criticize his coaching and, you know, lack of playoff success in the past. But in terms of, a, of an individual, as good as it gets, and for the Canucks to be treating him that way, it's wrong. It's shabby. If you're, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're making a change, get it done. Don't let him just go through this right now uh, with this team and having to ask questions or answer to questions from the media about what do you think, uh, you know, hearing about the uh, replacement on the way. That is just, that's a disgraceful way to treat your employees. D- disgraceful. Say what you will. Yeah, it hasn't gone well. I get it. You're not happy. But I expect more from Jim Rutherford, who has been around the block, who for the most part has treated everybody with grace and class. And if, if the fact that he is having a hand in this treatment of Bruce Boudreaux is sickening to me because this guy has always done it the right way for most of his NHL career. And to see this happening right now and, and Bruce Boudreaux just dangling there knowing that his days are numbered and, and you don't even have the decency to you know put the poor guy out of his misery right now it's 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 awful it's awful treatment it's just another hideous development in a season to forget and a season from hell for the Vancouver Canucks whether it's horrible play on the ice whether it's um you know issues off the ice whether it's Tanner Pearson's treatment for his hand injury getting all fucked up and now it's this you know letting Bruce Boudreaux just hang there uh, you know, knowing that, you know, you're probably going to make a coaching change sooner rather than later. Awful stuff from this team and the way they're going about it. And, and where's Aquilini? Where the hell's the owner? Your team is just floundering and you can't, there's nowhere, you can't find this guy anywhere. Can't find him with a telescope, Francesco Aquilini. Where are you, sipping some wine, some Italian restaurant somewhere you're with all your money? Come on, make an appearance and address this shit show that you've got going on with this franchise. Anyway, that's all I've got to say about that. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live uh, seven days a week, Monday to Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. 